Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Back with you on a, uh, what what is this, a Wednesday? We missed you on Tuesday, but we are glad to be back with you here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. It's going to be cold, I hear. Yeah, it's like a 70-something degree high on Wednesday, and then like two days later, the low is like 19, something like that. That gives me that tells me two things that you need to do as a person. One, check your tire pressure. Sudden drop like that will hurt you. But two, and far more importantly, you need to warm up and the best way to do that is with a hot beverage from Strange Brew Coffee House or Brupolo, of course, in Tupelo. It'd be pretty funny if Brupolo was like in Pontotoc, right? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like if, if it was in Pontotoc, what would it be called? Brutotoc? Brutotoc? Pontabrew? Pontabrew? I don't know. Kind I'm like, glad I don't have to like make those. It has like the pot of brew sound. I, I'll tell you what. Pontotoc, great city, fine people, but... Does not lend itself to a million dollar idea for Strange Brew Coffee. Hey, did you see that Strange Brew can save your life? I saw this coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it apparently uh, studies have shown that coffee can reduce the risk of like heart disease or something. Joel, he's gonna live forever. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, College Corner. We are only a week away now. We are ten days. Am I correct? Is that right? Yes, ten days from the start of the college baseball season. Don't you know, Mississippi State's going to be good. You're going to be wanting to wear, wear, wear that maroon and white. You're going to want to rock that 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 look because you're going to be supporting one of the best baseball teams in the country. Don't do it with old gear. You know, don't don't do if you, if you're wearing a shirt. Wait, when did you buy that shirt? Oh gosh, uh, I came up for Super Bulldog Weekend Polks last year. All right, it's time to move on. <laughs> There've been five coaches since then. Is that right? Five, four, feels like six. Time to move forward with your life. Get a new shirt from College Corner. Two locations that serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Advantage Business Systems wants you to have to make it, does not want you to have to make the choice between a big business, big enough to serve all your needs, or a local business, small enough to give you the kind of customer service you deserve. That's why Advantage Business Systems gives you both. They, they have all the solutions you need for all your office technology, but they also have the great service and the personal touch that you can only get from a local Mississippi business. And they've been doing business in this state for nearly 50 years. So find out how they can help you today. Call them today at 601 362 9192. Or visit them online at absms.com. You find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. What's up, Joel? How are you? I'm good. So we sat here about uh, 28 hours ago and we were like, nope. nothing." Folks, this is just to give you a little insight. We, sh- we showed up to do the pod, and I swear we scoured Twitter, the message boards, and there's just, there just wasn't anything original to talk about yesterday. Uh, yeah, and... Uh as we don't do very often on this program, it didn't feel like a day that we should go down any politics or religion road. No. So uh, we just decided, you know what? We're going to take the day off. We'll take the day off. That's how that's, I think it's better for us to take the day off than to go down that road, to just be totally, <laughs> uh, totally honest with no you. No doubt. The good news is there's always something to talk about on Wednesday because that is the day for the rumblings. The rumblings are brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. If you haven't ordered that Valentine's Day package yet, well, I don't know exactly what you're waiting for. Take, treat your lady right, or your man. You know, hey, ladies, ladies like steak too. I, I'm married to one. She's a steak lover. If I came home with a couple of steaks, she'd be happy. So, seventy bucks, couple of steaks, couple of salads, some asparagus, some mashed potatoes, some seafood stuffed mushrooms. Now, my wife wouldn't want that. It would kill her. And. Five pieces of chocolate-covered bacon, 
that's a Valentine's Day worth remembering. So, and of course, if you're not looking for all that, they got some other good stuff there. I saw the the, the tweet today, some great new Wagyu products. I I, I don't I don't know what Wagyu means in Japanese. It should mean I love you. If my, my, if I got a a steak like that for Valentine's Day, that 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 shows love. That's a good question. What does Wagyu mean? I'm sure it's just like where the steaks are, where the cows live. I have a device. Wagyu meaning. Yeah. Wagyu is a breed of Japanese cat. There it is. Well, there you go. All their spots are heart-shaped, though. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. Just giving out knowledge here. So, call Welcome Home Beef today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com and make sure that what you're saying this Valentine's Blah, blah, blah. What you're saying this Valentine's Day is... It just taste good. Speaking of tasting good, two brothers, hey... That's a good. That might be a good choice for a night out on Valentine's Day. They're open on Sundays. Hold on, before I go making that claim. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Every time I end up having to do this. All right, hold on. They're open till four. <laughs> I can't figure it. Out. Speaking of tasting good, Two Brothers Smoked Meats. I don't know if, you know, Sunday they're only open for lunch, 11 to 4. So if you want to have Valentine's lunch at Two Brothers, that's a good choice. But I think a lot of people, this guy included, Valentine's Day, it's going to be on Saturday. There's just not enough dining options on Sunday. So maybe Two Brothers is where I'd like to go. You know, why, why can't I pick, Joel? Well, I agree. I agree. Huh? Every I mean, year it's, oh, honey, what do you want to do? Why can't it be about Brian one Valentine's Day? Why can't, yeah. Well, how come Valentine's Day has to be a man-to-wife thing? Let's take it back. We're taking it back. We're, we're going to reclaim Valentine's Day for the men. Or do I we say do, that as do, I've already ordered all the stuff. Do we add another day onto the calendar? Well, we already have Father's Day. But they have Mother's Day. Ooh, that's a good point. We have the opening day of Major League Baseball. Holiday for me. Yeah, yeah. So there it is. It, it, it balances out in the end. So there you go. Speaking of balanced, you know what a balanced meal is at Two Brothers? Wings, nachos, and tacos. That's a balanced meal. Plenty of great Southern-style food with a funky fusion, and I'm telling you right now, you just can't beat it. One of my favorite places in town. If you ever head in there, you're likely to see Brian Haydad. He, 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 I've been known to make an appearance there every now and then because I just love the food. I love the service. I love the, uh, the atmosphere. The new building is so great. Can't wait to get out there this spring and hit at the patio have a cold beer, have some barbecue, have some food, and enjoy myself. So head over to the Cotton District at 621 University Drive and hit up Two Brothers Smoked Meats. That's a long ad session. Apologize for that. I know it's, I know there's some other podcasts. I don't that, uh, apologize for it. I do. I, 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 seven minutes worth of ads. A <laughs> we try to make them funny, at least, throughout that. All right. But they're fantastic sponsors. Why don't I see what you're saying. Let's get into the rumblings. Brought to you by our good friends at Welcome Home Beef and Two Brothers. All right. Uh, and by Brian and Joel. Hmm? And by Brian Well, and Joel. we don't bring them to you. We just answer them. Corn Pop, or Patty Park Duck, whatever you want to call him, says, what is your take on LSU and the federal investigations? I don't understand how they haven't been just buried. It's got to be coming, right? This feels like something that you're not going to be able to wiggle out. This isn't the NCAA anymore. This is the federal government coming. They funneled money through a children's hospital, right? I, th- I think under Napoleonic Code, that's legal. <laughs> I think the laws in Louisiana are just different. To be clear, I don't, I don't want to think do too far down that road. To be clear, from what I understand of it, mm-hmm. and, and again, I want to throw out words like allegedly and all that kind of stuff just to make sure that we don't get sued and all that kind of crap. Uh, sue us. But from what I understand, it's not like they took money away from children or anything like that. They didn't do that. No, they took they money that was going to go to recruits and funneled, funneled it, through it through the through hospital. The hospital. But, but it is funnier to say they took it from children. For comedy purposes, it's better for to say that. I don't know if funny is the word I would use. It, it's funny when I make fun of my cousins. I laugh. <laughs> you know, when they, when they, when they had a, some guy flip on them on signing day, I was like, oh, well. They got, to, they got to replace that guy. Some poor kid's not going to get the x-rays he needs now. Either way, I don't understand how LSU hadn't just gotten, not even the hammer, it's, it's the wrecking coming, ball. Man. It's got to be Because, like, Will Wade, we're about to see Will Wade coach a basketball game right in front of our own two eyes mm-hmm. on 
tonight. Tonight, you're listening. I mean, he is on tape. Yes. Saying what he's about to do is was it smart? Was that who? It, was yeah, that, that was the player, right? That he's on tape talking about paying who? Smart that plays for LSU. Javante Smart. I believe that's correct. Yes. If it's the wrong player, Javante Smart, my apologies. But he is on tape talking about making a strong bleep offer to a recruit, right? That 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 sounds accurate, yes. And nobody cares. Yeah, yeah it's basketball. I mean, so I, I don't... To answer I don't your question, the feds don't usually show up. They're sort of like a parent that asks you a question. You know they already know the answer to the question. So they're there to they're just there to pick to collect the bodies at this point. We'll see what happens. It's kind of like when God walked through the Garden of Eden and yeah, uh, he he knew he knew what done went he on. knew what had he, happened. He asked a question or two, but he, he just wanted to see what you were going to say. <laughs> exactly. I used to have a boss like that. Never asked a question, didn't know the answer, to. and I would just say that because like you already know the answer. Yeah, what do you want from me? So he wants honesty, wants truth. Well, I was, I was like, it's, it, you're right. That is the case. It's when you bust your kids too, and oh. they know they're busted. Yeah, you, you want to see if they're just see how good the lie is. Like, could you be a lawyer or not? Yeah, Cal T's really getting to that age now where oh, yeah. he knows he's he's been got. He's blaming Kate a lot. I bet. Yeah, there is a lot of that. Like, oh, it was Miss him. It's him. Wasn't me. Of course, Kate's vocabulary is expanding, so no, he can, he's kind of getting to the point to where it's can't blame Chloe Kate. She's not mobile. She's getting there. When she gets there, it's another thing. Tanner Parsons, it's been mentioned several times on the show that Ben Hallen has at, at times outperformed season expectations given the roster, but shouldn't he also get the blame for the state that the roster is in? I don't think that when Hall, I mean, Perry, yes, but I don't think Hallen expected Weatherspoon and Woodard to go pro early. I know that they understand what they're getting into, but to me, as an outsider sitting here covering it, mm-hmm. it feels like managing a men's basketball roster might be one of the harder jobs in college sports. But there's just so much turnover. Because there's so much turnover. These guys, it feels like from a percentage tr- standpoint, mm-hmm. there's more transfers right. in that sport than anything. Yeah, I agree. And 600, 700 plus players. And after year. a year, anybody can just say, heck with it, I'm going, I'm entering the yeah. draft, even yeah. if they have no chance of getting drafted. Right. I mean, and, play, and, and playing overseas is a viable option. Yeah, because you can make you, just as you much can more make money. good money overseas. So I, I don't. It's tough for. I guess I do fault them because I mean they know what they're getting into and it is their job to manage it. But to me, man, that's well. I what I would say is this: that at this time a year ago, I don't think anybody thought Robert Woodard and Nick Weatherspoon would not be on this year's team. Now with Weatherspoon, it might be a little addition by subtraction. Woodard could help if you would like to yeah. have Woodard. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Woodard thing, I, this time a year ago, it, it, there started to become rumblings that he was going to look, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it's just tough, man. I, in answer to your question, though, I mean, if you're going to point the finger, he's the guy that runs the roster, so yeah, yeah he gets the blame. The buck does but, stop with him, but I, I think, and also by the same token, think about where this roster was in like March. All right, not March, like in July. Yeah. I mean, he went out and found guys to, to fill out the roster. He's got some talented guys. It looks like Derek Fountain's going to be a player. I'll be honest with you. I like when the, the limited time I've seen him, I like what I see from Anderson Garcia. Uh, so you, you've got some guys there. Derek, Derek Fountain's been a player. Cam Matthews has been a player. Been a, been a player. Uh, Davon Smith, obviously a player. Jalen Johnson transfers had moments. He, yeah. He's kind of And State will go back the into the transfer portal again probably this year. That's that's just part of the game now. So, uh, Dear Old State wants to know, when is the last time Mississippi State retained its entire football coaching staff from the previous season? So, maybe back in the Croom years. Well, you know, Croom's last year, you had a change because Ellis Johnson left and Charlie Harbison took over. So maybe the 07 season. I'm trying to think. Did, did, was there a change from 11 to 12? Is that's when that's when Collins came on board, right? Was he already here when Chris Wilson took over? Oh me. Feel, of course, well, you know, like, Chris Wilson was like, co, was he co-DCs with, uh, he was a co-DC Yeah, with Diaz, with Diaz, but then Diaz left and they just gave it to Wilson. I shouldn't say he was gay. I mean, he was he was the guy. But now that I think about it, that's not accurate either because the 11 off-season is when the Angelo Mirando stuff happens. So you had Tim Brewster finish out the year there, and then the next year Billy Gonzalez was here. Is that correct? I think that timeline, right? Or something I like think. that. I, it's, it, I'm in there somewhere. There's so. been so I much. I don't think Mullen ever had the same staff year to year. If he did, it was early on. It was from, it was, it's in that window I just described. It's 12 to 13 or 13 to 14. 
Because in 14, there was obviously, you know, Collins left at the end of the 14th season. Did he have from 9 to 10? No, because Carl Torbush left. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I. So, it's either from 11 to 12, 12 to 13, or 13 to 14, the only possibilities. So, may, maybe may have to go back to, the, like, the 07 season with Kroom. I don't remember any, I mean, that we're talking about 14 years ago. I don't remember, so. Uh, another one from Dear Old State. For all the talk of Leach being goofy and prone to golf on weird tangents and meetings, what does that say about Coach Leach? Well, I mean, it just says that he's he doesn't take it too seriously. You know, I, it, yeah. I think he takes winning and losing seriously, but the preparation part, he just believes in his system, so it allows him to be himself. I don't fair. Yeah, and and he's also kind of a you know a well-read, intelligent guy with knowledge everywhere. So what you say might there's no telling what idea it'll spark in his head. That's true. That's true. Um. Yeah, I, I really, 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 one of the things I'm most looking forward to if we can get past this pandemic is in-person press conferences so that maybe we get some, even if it's not in front of the camera, just some good leech on a tangent time, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Will Eubank, what's the likelihood that DJ and Molinar are gone next year? Do you see their skills translate in the NBA? Molinar, I think we both agree, yes, that he could go. I don't know that he will. But he's 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 NBA ready, I think. Stewart, to me, not a good enough ball handler. That he could be a role player in the in the NBA, but I don't think that means he's leaving early. <sighs> I, I agree with you. The only thing that gives me hesitation with that is when you watch the two play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about Molinar. I, I, I've got Robert Woodard in my brain here when I say watch the two play. Woodard versus Stewart. Right. I. Is DJ Stewart a better player this year than Robert Woodard was last year? Because, I mean, statistically, I think that's the case. I'd have to look at the stats. I mean, he's not as he's not shooting as well. I know that. He may be scoring more, but, yeah. he, but it's a volume. Maybe so, but I guess... I guess I tr- I mean, I, I haven't heard any talk of like DJ Stewart being high on anybody's draft boards or anything. Yeah. So I, I don't think he's going anywhere. But um, my my gut is both of them's back. I mean, I don't know if that necessarily answers the question directly, but right. I can't see them being gone next. Year. I think it's a mistake if they're gone. I agree. I say it's a mistake. It's tough for me to know everybody's personal situations, you know. But right. Uh. Lake and Waddell. I've been waiting on this question. Here we go. Why did you put carrots in your lasagna? Okay. Well, the, let me start by saying it's your lasagna. Even if it was. I think some people think that I like put chunks of carrots in my lasagna. All right. Got a bunch of people, a bunch of, bunch of back backseat chefs happening here. I don't know what you know about cooking, but I think that, you know, if you've ever heard of the word mirepoix, it is carrots, onions, and celery. It is the basis for nearly every sauce in existence. The Italians would call it sofrito. In Cajun country, they make the trinity. That's, that's celery, onions, and bell pepper. They got the carrot. I don't do the celery, but I do the onions and carrots. I mince up the onions and the celery. And that's how I start my sauce. So there's no big chunks of carrots. And if somebody's making your sauce, well, you know, I think we got a lot of people out here, as Tony Soprano said, they get their Sunday gravy out of a jar. So... Felt like there was a lot of a lot of consternation about my lasagna, which bothered me. I must say I've never tasted your lasagna, mm-hmm. but from what I hear, it's delicious. It is fantastic. So, if anybody wants to challenge me to a cooking competition, that that was that was talking smack, just let me know where to show up. Now, some of you are going to need a hairnet. People who were talking about me, but other than that, it's it, it's going to be all right. Will uh, you know what will? Will Frydenreich has a question for us. You right there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. If we were to hire a new basketball coach, who would you like to see? We, we've talked about this before. I just don't know the guys. You know, I want, if I could just make it like this, like young, ascendant coach at a group of five winning let, program. Let me ask you this, because I, I – <laughs> this has nothing to do with that. Right. Uh I have seen his name mentioned, and I've actually I've seen like half of the folks when his name mentioned say, that's a good idea, and half say, heck to the no. What if I told you, I don't think this would happen, but Andy Kennedy, Mississippi State basketball coach, what would you think? What would be your, 
your reaction to such I'm, things? I'm 50-50. Good coach. Gets more out of his team, I think, than, than other coaches do. Not a great recruiter. I mean, he, he had some guys there, but I feel like he got he sort of... He recruited to the tad pad. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So he, had, he had some flaws. <laughs> he had some stuff working against Have him. Have we ever told the David Brandt story I, I on think, this show? I don't know if we have or I'm going to tell it. And Brandt it's is, always good for a second tale. So, Brandt is talking to... David Brandt, Associated Press writer, used to be here in Mississippi, now he's in Arizona. He's talking to Andy Kennedy one time, and they're on the floor of the tad pad. And he's talking about something like recruiting or something, and... And he just looks and he says, "Look up, David. Do, do you see that light up there at the top? That, that blue spot. That blue spot. Yeah, or something like that." And Dave says, "Yeah, I see it." And and Kennedy goes, "That's the blanking sky." <laughs> I mean, you recruit it to a place where, you, like, you could have a rain delay. You could have a rain delay. So they did have rain delays. They did. So, and I think I have to think that part of him would love to stick it to Ole Miss. Because that didn't really end well. It didn't end well. Remember, his last game was here. He, he quit after the, the, the MSU game. And so, the team that, Kermit, that Kermit had that did well, that was Andy's guys. That was, the most, that was all Andy's guys. So, you have my attention on that one. I don't know if that's the guy, though. I don't know. How's he done at UAB this year? They're good Having this year. Little, they're doing, they're playing well. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, from a media standpoint, mm-hmm. oh, I'd love it. Love it. Here. Would love to talk to AK. He was so good on TV. I, I really felt cheated that he took another coaching job. Uh, hater of Ole Miss. Succinct and to the point. I like it. What SEC West team has not been to the SEC championship? I keep forgetting. I am not counting Texas A&M. Since they've only been in it for a few years. You yeah, say you a few years. So it's, it's eight years. Yeah. Been a long time. So, yeah. So, all right. So, again, let's do, do the math here. I feel like we do this every week. Uh, but I always forget. I always forget. It's always good. to uh, Alabama, we know, is, yeah. Yeah, they go pretty often. LSU national titles two years ago. They, yeah. They've been. Auburn's won a national title. They've been. Yep. I mean, we know Mississippi State has been. Yeah, I remember that well. And Arkansas has been like three times. So who are we leaving out? I think. Isn't there two schools Hold in on. Mississippi? Hold on. It's in the guy's name. It's Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. Ole Miss never been to the SEC championship game. <laughs> uh, Carson Young, given the failure of flipped recruits from state to Ole Miss, are people a little bit overreacting? I don't know what you're talking about. If you think about the great legends of Ole Miss football, how can you not mention names like Pat Patterson, C.J. Johnson, Jay Johnson, Armani Linton, T. Shepard, Kalo Moore? I was getting there. Okay. T. Shepard, Sean Rawlings, Takeon Reed. I mean, these are legends in red and blue up there. I mean, when they the 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 the, the championships were paved on the blood and sweat of those guys. I mean, honestly, who's the best guy in there? C.J. Johnson, right? Yeah. Who we could? I will. I will die on the hill if I have to. An average college football player at best. At best. So, yes, you know, with Burke Buckhalter and 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 Green Daniels. I've already forgotten. It doesn't matter what his name is. Uh, the 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 odds are against them being great players just based off that history. But we'll see. Justin Strawn hitting us up uh, at 1.52 p.m. Very nice. Um, I found out last week I'm going to start taking blood pressure medicine to regulate my blood pressure. How much of this ailment is directly attributable to decades of being a Mississippi State fan? I take blood pressure medicine, so maybe we got something. Maybe that's something to think about. <laughs> I don't know how you. I don't know how you get around that though. You know, what's the medicine for that? Stop watching the game. It's my job. Well, but. I don't know what uh, what's Justin. I think Justin's football allegiance is the Raiders, if I remember right. Like NFL. he is a Raiders fan. Yeah, that's and not good either. Dodgers, which Dodgers just won a world title. They did, but before that, there was There's a some lot stress. of consternation. There's there. some stress. I don't know and if he's you an had, NBA you've guy. got the Saints, who yeah. I know there's some hurt there. There's some hurt, but they've been good the past yeah. decade, basically. Lakers, I don't. I mean, there's I, no no stress. You, you don't have any way to complain yeah. with the Lakers, even when they were down these past like this past decade. I couldn't really say yeah. anything. So. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like there, there may be other causes other than exclusively Mississippi State. He but married it didn't an help. Ole Miss fan. Ooh, have we considered that? Speaking of her, I found out this weekend my wife doesn't like honey. It's not liking honey, the sign of the of a psychopath. I mean, I'm not huge on honey. I like honey, but I never eat honey. Like I'm not putting honey on stuff. I mean, because 
Yeah. I used to eat it like on biscuits. No, bit. no. Butter and jelly. No, uh, but that. it's been a long time since I've even done that. I hadn't I hadn't eaten any honey and, and, and we actually had some honey given to us like not long ago. But just, like a week or two ago. But I, I haven't gotten into it. I know it my yet wife makes things I, that have honey in them. But I mean I, I'm not using honey as a condiment. What I mean biscuits. Uh you make peanut you butter a, you, peanut you butter put, and honey sandwich. I guess you could put it on a waffle instead of syrup. Yeah. Or like, you know, like honey barbecue. I don't like honey barbecue stuff yeah. at all. Not at all. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a psychopath. Chris Hutchinson, I was going to answer your question, but then you got into a discussion with somebody and answered it yourself. So I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> and I, I think I'm going to start, I may start a new policy that if somebody answers your question, unless you say something like, hey, I didn't ask you, I'm not going to answer it. I don't think necessarily think that's fair. I, I, no, I, I want anger. I want I want some uh, some people getting mad at each other. They're going like, to get mad at you. No, why would they get mad at me? I'm not the one who ruined it. Because some people don't live on Twitter like we kind of have to do sometimes. They if you just... listen to this podcast, I am telling you right now, this is how it is. If you if you're on Twitter and not listening to this podcast, why are you asking me questions? You're never going to hear the answer. I'm saying that people may get on Twitter. Like there's a guy mm-hmm. that apparently. Specifically created a Twitter account yeah. just to ask us a I'm question. I'm saying if somebody what asks, if he just gets on there and asks said question and, it goes and away? never gets on Twitter again? He listens to the show, but he doesn't go back to. He's check just it. out of luck. Man. We gotta have some standards around here, All right? You're a tough man, Mister Haydad. Hard but fair. So, all right, uh, moving on. John Jeffrey Nelson. If you could go on any reality show series, what would it be? Survivor for him. Why would you pick Survivor? Why do you want to live in the wild? And eat rats. Survivor would be tough, man. No, I'm going. I don't want to get wet and cold. And this is a pretty easy choice for me. Big Brother. No, I gotta, I gotta get divorced. But The Bachelor. <laughs> Why would I not want to be on a show with like 20 hot women all trying to vie for my affection? Well, because you gotta get divorced to do it. That would create some issues. I'm gonna get married again at the end of the show, though. It'll be fine. <laughs> Plus, I'll be a star after that, so I'll have money. <sighs> I just got, or even better, I just was like, you know what? I didn't like any of y'all. I'm going back to my wife. But I got like six months of paradise. I'd probably do Big Brother. I was always a Big Brother fan. I've back never in the day. watched an episode of I, it. I, I haven't, I hadn't watched the last few seasons, but I was a big, big Brother fan. That was one of the things that over the first decade of my marriage, mm-hmm. uh, before the kids took over our lives, I mean, that was one of the things that we would actually like make sure we DVR'd or whatever. Like, yeah. We kept up. Oh, there's, I know some people who are into Big Brother, yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just never one of them. Uh, which MSU coach would have the best chance to win Survivor? Feels like Leach is the answer here, right? Guy used to live in, in Finland. Here's where I think he would not. Okay. As we have seen, he can rub some people the wrong way mm-hmm. at times. And that's not something you want to okay. do on one of those shows. Because then all of a sudden there's I feel no... like Lomonas is the nicest guy. So is that the way to look at? Yeah, I think Lomonas may have a shot. Okay. All right. Rank these wild game meats. Deer, dove, turkey, duck, and fish. I've never had dove. No, I've had quail. I've had quail. We're replacing quail with dove, John. You're just going to have to live with it. How are we ranking these? And fish or wild game? What is that? I mean... I don't consider fish to be wild game. All right, go through the list again. Deer, quail, turkey, duck, and fish. I've, I've never, never had, had wild duck. turkey. Either. I've never had duck. Never had duck. Uh-uh. Duck is delicious. I'm gonna go deer. I'm, I'm deer one too. Yeah, we're we're on the same duck. Page. Hadn't had it. So fish, turkey. No, I'm going turkey ahead of fish, and then quails last. You'd like duck. It's good. I don't know that I agree with, for my list, I don't think I'd put turkey over fish. I think I'd go fish over turkey. Okay. Because you can do it so many different ways. I kind of feel like turkey, you're kind of limited what you can do. I agree. Alexandra Watson says, or asks, would you follow a mostly plant-based diet, smoothies, salads, some fish, for the rest of your life if it meant looking and feeling younger? FYI, I would not. So basically she's asking us, will we do Tom Brady's life? (sighs) Like, I could. You could do it very easily. Careful there. There's a table. Um, see, I, while I enjoy other stuff, I could very much do that and be fine. And I smoothies got, would sort of cover like 
if you want a sweet something sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, if I'm looking and feeling younger, I mean, am I going to lose a bunch of weight, feel healthy? I might do this. Am I going to marry a supermodel and win seven Super Bowls? I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty incredible he's 43 years old and he's out there looking and... Looks the same act, as he did 10 years ago. Yeah. 15. He looks like the same as he did as a rookie. He's in better shape now. Hell. Dan Glenn, can we put a ban on being hopeful in a coach's first season? Moorhead, great talent, mediocre season. Leach, strong talent, solid transfer, less than mediocre season. M- uh, Nicky McRae Penson, elite eight talent current season. He gives it the old... Uh, maybe a coaching transition is tough. I think you're on to something, Dan. Andy Cannizzaro had a good first season. Chris Lamonis had a good first season. I sure did have a good first season, did Cannizzaro. Yeah, he got after it. Uh, Lamonis is sort of the outlier, though, isn't it? I guess if you want to do it. Cannizzaro is so tough because I have no idea what that team would have been if the entire pitching staff hadn't been in the Tommy John ward. Like, that team could have maybe won a World Series if they'd had all their pitchers. I mean, I really do give him a ton of credit for that team being They're good. what they were. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, you kind of – I mean, call Gary Henderson what you will, but, I mean, he, he was basically the head coach for one season. So, yeah. you can make an argument that baseball's had three straight Baseball may be the outlier here then. That had great first and seasons. Part of that is – and I think this is – we've talked about this before about the John Cohen philosophy that baseball is just about talent. If you have players – I mean, how many moves are you really making in college baseball? So not not that Lamonis is not smart, yeah. But well, I'm Cohen just saying, made lots of moves. Yeah, he made more moves than anybody I've ever seen before. So yeah, but if you have great players, but in in you know football, you got to have a, you know some some scheme there, and it takes some time to to adapt. I agree with that. Uh, Dalton Lee, do you and Joel have nicknames for each other, <laughs> or the other media personnel? Yes, Joel calls me Schmoopy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think that we do. Do do we? We have any, any no, nicknames? I call you Brian. Brian. Yeah. Uh, uh, I call him Joel. Uh, Robbie, Tyler, Ben, Steve. Uh, trying to think. Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. We is do the only one. really one. That, I think that was a uh, Ben Waite invention. Wasn't it was. It? We used to call Logan Lolo sometimes. I don't think I have ever once in my life called Logan. Lolo. I have heard people call him Lolo. You have never heard me call. No, him I mean Lolo. not you. I've heard people. Not me either. I'm just saying I've heard people do it. <laughs> Um, trying to think, you know, uh, it might Bonner. We always gave him the last name tree. He was always Bonner. Yeah. Kind of feels like. Well, I get a letter too. I don't get that as much here. Like in real life, my friends all call me Hey Dad. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. I if I have a nickname, it is really just throwing the middle initial in there. Joel T. Joel T. That might be the one. Yeah. But I mean, back in the day, I had a nickname. Not that you ever called me. Right. Yet. What was that? In sixth grade. Oh, gosh. Here, well, uh, here we go, because the next question is, what is the best nickname you've ever been oh, okay. given? In sixth grade, yeah, uh, there was a girl uh, that oh. just, well, just a random person, like a, anyway, she, she started calling, she made up a song, <laughs> and in the midst of the song, uh-huh. making the song rhyme, uh-huh. I was Jolie May. Jolie May? Yes. And so... Really, for the remainder of my life in Ackerman, and there are still people that call me either Jolie May or Jolie because in the sixth grade she made up this song. Well, that's fantastic. There, there's about a dozen people that still call me either Jolie mm-hmm. or Jolie May. There you go. And it all started because she made that song. I had a friend that used to call me Hey Rab. <laughs> I love that nickname. I thought it was great. That was, that's, that's a good, good nickname, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Uh, where are we here? <laughs> Dog Architect, not a question here. I don't mean any offense on this. Got to say, I'm not quite sure what Brian Haydad brings to Super Talk these days. It's mostly Richard and Michael talking with an occasional monotone opinion by Haydad. Honestly, acts like he doesn't want to be there. Maybe it's supposed to be that way. Okay. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Brian, when I listen to Super Talk, you're the highlight of the show. I know I'm saying, right? If you're, if you're a state fan and the highlight of the show is Richard and Borky, maybe you need to question yourself a little bit. <laughs> you need to dig a little deeper. Uh, R.J. Sweatman. Could it be possible that Howland is tired of coaching, trying to coach himself out of a job so he can get his buyout? I, I don't think coaches do that. No. No. no I, I, I really, uh, I mean, I, I think there is a competitive fire still that burns in Ben Howland. Mm-hmm. I, I don't ever. Look for- how he reacts when they win. Those yeah. those videos where he's in there screaming, yeah. I mean, you can say what you want to and criticize him however you want to, and but 
as far as just from a wanting to win standpoint, they're in a second in my mind that even entertain the thought that he is yeah. not competitive and wanting to win. Right. Another one here from R.J. Sweatman. If evil clone Brian showed up with good Brian, he put a question mark by good, so that's fair, uh, and said, shoot the other one, what's the one question Joel could ask to tell us apart? So what's something that that... that I would know that evil clone Brian would not know. Hmm. Something that you would know yeah. that your clone wouldn't know. Yeah, there's stuff. Ah. Maybe, you know, do you put carrots in your lasagna? <laughs> there you go. That's a good question it? right there. <laughs> Where do we go get a steak in Omaha? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Chop house. Chop house. Looking forward to that trip in 2021. Ah, it, well, it's not, it's not that far away. Four month Spezia, the, the breakfast. Oh, yes. Brunch. All right. Ty Hamill trying to get on our bad side. How can a grown man be into wrestling? I have a ton of respect for him as athletes, and I was really into wrestling growing up, but once I found out as a kid it was fake, just how corny the acting is, I don't really get an adult being into it. I always say the same thing to people like this. So do you just not watch any television? I missed that question because I was trying to think of more stuff I oh. could ask regularly. He wants to know how we're, why we're into wrestling. Oh, okay. He says that he doesn't. He thinks it's it's corny and fake. Like, there, I, I will say, even as a wrestling fan, you're right. There are times. There where, are times where it's corny, especially WWE right now. AEW is a little bit better, a little bit more streamlined, adult kind of product. But all TV shows are like this. This is just a TV show that I enjoy. It's no different than if I like Breaking Bad. I mean, I don't believe that you know that there was a guy selling meth to, to pay for his hospital bills and stuff like that. It just. I mean, what a, what a premise. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, Game of Thrones is about dragons and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, just, it's just entertainment. That's all it is. And, and I'll tell you what, as a sports writer, mm-hmm. being a wrestling fan is great. Yeah. Because it is some of the world's best programming to just have on in the background. Yes. Like, it is outstanding. You can it's good, it's you good. kind of tune out for that a minute. That and baseball. And, just yeah. Just great things to have. Missouri Dog asks, I swear I've heard you mention a product app. That allows you to hear your TV's audio through headphones so you can watch a show with a sleeping wife. Am I dreaming, or have you mentioned this on the show before? I don't know if I mentioned it on this show, but I have mentioned it. It's called Tunity. T-U-N-I-T-Y. Let me see if it's still a thing, though. I haven't used it in a long time. Tunity app. Yeah, hear any muted television. So download that. It's good for Apple or for uh, for iPhones. And it will play through your phone, and then if you plug some headphones in, it will play through those. So, yeah, great great app to have. Great at a, at a bar where the TVs are off. Well, the TVs are all on, but there's no sound. Yeah. Great to have there. Uh, we have some baseball questions here. MLB questions from uh, Ellisville Dog, who wants right. to know, what are your thoughts on the Braves offseason now that Ozuna has signed? Uh, it's pretty complete. Um, they probably still need another bullpen armor or so. Uh, I would be all for a reunion with Mark Melanson mm-hmm. if he's if he's, if he's up What's well, the next question here? What else do the Braves need to do? So Yeah, it, Bullpen arms probably the first thing I would say. Um, you could also throw backup catcher and uh, maybe another bench piece in there, but I, I think I would prioritize the bullpen arm over that because you got some internal options for catcher and bench. You could figure out later, really. Um, no humongous rush, and I mean you you got Enciarte sitting there as a backup yeah. now too. Not that he's great, but I mean you have some bench options already. So I'd yeah. probably prioritize another relief arm. But I I mean, it's tough to argue with the Braves offseason. They they got one of the biggest issues taken care of like 3 or 4 weeks into the offseason when they signed two starting pitchers and and then to get Ozuna too. I mean, I I think they are head, you know, odds on favorite to win the East for what I guess would be a fourth straight year. Let's Only go. 11 more to go. Let's go. Uh, he wants to know my thoughts on the Giants. No splash signings, obviously, um, and which is a problem in the division they're in. But I feel like, you know, they're obviously trying to do something a little different. And I don't know where it's going to pay off because you've got so much power in the division now with the Padres and the uh, the Dodgers. But we'll see. Uh, the Dodgers are unstoppable. Going to take a hell of an effort to beat them. If I'm anybody in that division not named... Dodgers or Padres, I am just selling everything well, I mean, I've got. I'm just yeah, S- trading everything that's not nailed down. Well, the Giants are sort of going the opposite. They're 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 collecting players. It feels like they're going like a money ball approach almost. So I don't know who the Chad Bradford's going to be, but we'll see. Ryan Sims wants to know what's one hobby we both have that listeners may not know about. You got a hobby? Got something you like to do? Mm, 
don't know if you know this, but I like to cook. You do like to cook. <laughs> like to eat. Um, I, I've got to get back starting, and and uh, I'm about well, there. But that that really is kind of my. I play just, video games. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I have a lot of. I, I don't whittle or anything. I don't yeah, play the harmonica. I, I don't. I don't hunt. I don't fish. Yeah. Um, although that's something. I tell you what, fishing is something that I hope to uh, readopt here soon. Yeah. With with the boys and, and yeah, like that. yeah, having sons. Yeah, that's good. So, idea. Uh, uh, here we go. William Taylor Ball wants to know what is the best comedy television show of all time. The Office is up there. Yeah, I mean, I gotta work in my 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 lane here. I'm not, I can't say like I love Lucy or something. Yeah. Um, the Office is gonna be there. Cheers is gonna be there. I would have said the Cosby Show, but you know, uh, a lot of people would say Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I, is you know, I've watched some episodes of Seinfeld. I'm not not into it. I can't. Well, I mean, I, to say I'm not into it. I mean, if it was on, I'd watch it. But I just I love Seinfeld. It's not something I that I was it, ever I, deeply I was, into. I was a big fan. Uh, Friends is going to be on that list, although I'm not a huge fan of that show. I, I, any one of the ones we said it could be listed. What's the best non-comedy TV show of all time? I mean, you got like ER, Grey's Anatomy, Breaking Bad, The Sopranos. I really think had the last season not Game just of Thrones. Clip, it, yeah, Game of Thrones. Is I would say The Sopranos is my favorite all-time television show. So, <laughs> The Wire is up there too. Ah. Uh. I like Yel- I mean, it's not on that list of like great shows mm-hmm. yet. I don't think, but I, I really do like Yellowstone. For okay, whatever that's worth. But like favorite, I probably actually, if it went for that last season, man, I, it may actually be yeah. Thrones. Like, oh, I, I really Game like of Thrones. It. The first six seasons was incredible. Just the, just the so whole, good. just the plots. And Appointment the, television. About it. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't it, because it, it 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 wasn't like one of those things you could stream. You know, you had to wait every Sunday, yeah. and then then you'd have to go six, seven months without it, and you're just like, "What am I doing here?" Plots and twists and turns. It's fantastic. And there, there were so many episodes where you just a lot of full frontal male nudity, but you had to get around that. Well, you know, I, I will. Gosh, man, just sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, there's so much. I have never felt after an episode of anything ever mm-hmm. like I felt after the Red Wedding. The Red Wedding was incredible. I mean, I could just stare at this. I just sat there for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Stick with the TV theme. Michael Estes wants to know what character from The Office do you best relate to? Mm. I don't know. Like Jim, maybe. Oh, that's too easy. Is come that on. too easy? Yeah, Jim. Come on. You're Kevin, right? Oh, come on with the fat the, the jokes. Chili. Well, no, I'm just going like he liked to make the chili and. You like to make stuff in your. Pots I was going to say pans. Stanley. You're Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> Did I stutter? Yeah. Uh, I think you remind me of Meredith. You're just. Am I mean, you're just I'm out just there. out there. Yeah. No, I don't know. You. You might be a little bit of Toby. You're just sort of. You know, not that anybody hates you though. So I don't know if that's a good example either. I don't know. Am I Michael? Am no, I the you're, not, you're not Michael. You're Bob Vance. Vance for, for direction. <laughs> See, I mean, it's hard. That's why I went with Jim because it, I just like I look at the other guy. Like I'm not, I'm not Andy Bernard. Yeah, that makes Katie uh, Pam though. I mean, that's okay. I mean, yeah. Big Jenna Fisher fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also wants to know: Does Michael Estes? What is? Who is the most important player to Mississippi State's baseball team this season? Who has to deliver? Well, if you uh, see, when I think of this question, I think of the guys that you don't know if they will deliver or not. Because, like to me, when I think of like Christian McLeod has to deliver. Yeah. But I kind of see him as a, a certainty a little bit. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But, but, but they made that. So my thought would be because I was going to say McLeod. If somebody you say is a certainty to be good isn't not good, good, that's a huge problem. Okay. Well, maybe it's him then. You need your Friday night guy because to be it, if McLeod. You know, if his production, if he's not good, yeah, then it's a problem. I mean, I think state has the depth to make up for it, but mm-hmm. that's that's a major blow to your team. If you need if him your to ace be a is not Friday ace. night ace, absolutely. Um, from a position player standpoint, I mean, it's got to be like either Hatcher, Tanner, or Rowdy, right? Because yeah, Tanner Allen's probably the correct answer. Like, if they're not good, then you're like, uh oh, yeah. Uh, Zach Huzak, you once started a segment on the B&B show where you chronicled Bob's journey through Game of Thrones, the Bob's Watch. 
Uh, what show would you want Joel to watch through the first time to see his reactions to? So what have you not watched? Sopranos. Sopranos. Have you watched Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad? Yes, okay. I have watched Breaking Bad. Uh, the Sopranos would be a good one. The I don't Wire is you... another one that you've watched that I hadn't watched. Yeah. I think the you would, the Sopranos might be a better choice for you. Just trying to think. Is there anything in there that I was like that would make Joel angry? That would make me angry. Uh, like, is there blatant sacrilegious behavior? There isn't. So, yeah. Sopranos would be a good one. Kivas Wright wants us to. Oh, this is going to be great. We're going to rank some cakes. Okay. From favorite to least favorite. All right. We've got cheesecake. Which that's technically probably, is a pie. That's the odds-on favorite here. But that's, that's uh, I'm already telling you that's number one. Caramel cake, red velvet cake, pound cake, German chocolate cake, and upside-down pineapple cake. Caramel's two. Okay, for you, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I'd probably go German chocolate three. Okay. Um, unless I'm forgetting one here, I would go pound four, red velvet five. What am and I missing? Pineapple cake? Uh, upside down pineapple cake? Uh, I'd probably throw that above red velvet. I'm not a big red velvet. Okay. Dude. All right. So for me, cheesecake, German chocolate cake, okay, red velvet cake, caramel cake, pound cake, upside down pineapple cake. Don't like pineapple. Jay Henry wants to know what we think of what do we think Ric Flair's wife thinks of his storyline with Lacey Evans? Hashtag steamy. <laughs> well, I mean, his wife was in the business too, so she she knows. She gets just, it. Yeah, it's Fifi. <laughs> it is kind of weird, though. That it is. This, this storyline is just kind of cringeworthy. It, all WWE storylines are cringeworthy. Almost Not all. all. Almost Not all. all of them. But a lot of them. Yeah. Paul Barrett wants to know, if you were on the Mississippi legislature and it could introduce a snarky sports-related resolution, like the one recent one in Utah about Donovan Mitchell and Shaq. I'm not what, familiar with that. What would you want it to be about? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to update me here on Donovan Mitchell and Shaq and, and let's, the let's have a look here. So, in a resolution passed Thursday. So, what happened here? I don't know. Oh, this is USA Today. My ad blocker's on. Sorry, USA Today. CBS Sports. Perhaps that'll work. Um. Okay. So Shaq told uh, Donovan Mitchell on TV, "You don't have what it takes to get to the next level." And then he justified the statement by suggesting he wanted Mitchell to hear it as a form of motivations. Motivation, I'm sorry. So, lawmakers in Utah came up with a, reg- a resolution that says, In Utah, we support our players when they face awkward abuse during post-game interviews disguised as pep talks. The claim by Shaquille O'Neal that J- Utah Jazz All-Star Donovan McNa- Mitchell, Donovan McNabb, Mitchell Jr., doesn't have what it takes to get to the next level is even less accurate than his 50.4% playoff free throw percentage. <laughs> Slightly worse than Donovan's 88.1. O'Neal is hardly known for his restraint. He re- he frequently feuded with opponents and even teammates as a player, and now that has carried over into his broadcasting career. He is seemingly committed to the anti-Mitchell... Oh, no, this isn't part of the quote. Never mind. Never mind. So, obviously, we're going to take a shot at Ole Miss, right? has to be something along the lines of no banners unless you can... Back it up, kind of thing. You are on the right path here. A a honesty in banners resolution that you cannot hang a banner that says you are an SEC divisional champion unless you played in the SEC championship game. This country was built on the premise of honesty, of square dealing, and we will not tolerate such hypocrisy and outlandish lies as being perpetrated. In Vaught Hemingway Stadium's right hand corner. As signed this day, Tuesday, February the 9th, as faithfully we submitted Brian Haydad and Joel Coleman. <laughs> I like it. There it is. Ethan Brazil, today, February 9th, is my birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. So you can imagine how sad I was to wake up and find out there's no podcast today. This is the second most devastating thing to happen to me on my birthday, the first being the ice storm of 94. It ruined my birthday along with all of North Mississippi. <laughs> what was your worst worst birthday ever? I've never had just a terrible birthday. I haven't either. I had a birthday party one, and like my birthday parties growing up mm-hmm. for myself and all my friends was we're gathering together and playing ball. Yeah. So I had a birthday party once that like the percentage chance of rain was like twenty percent of scattered showers or something like yeah, that. Yeah. There was no, ch- but it just Poured. was a flood for hours, and so. We ended up, though, having a good day anyway because we went and played baseball like on a tennis court and just had a good old time. Yep. So uh, it wasn't a bad birthday. It just had yeah. to alter where we played. I don't I don't have one. I don't have a story. 
Uh, Tyler Nelson, we're sort of dealing with some TV questions here. I like this. Besides very few exceptions, appointment TV is no longer a thing. In the 90s, if you missed that week's new Seinfeld, tough luck. Besides sports, do you have any shows that you plan your evening around? You not a VCR, not, man? Huh? You have a VCR? You can always record it. But yeah, but just anyway, if you didn't do that. Yeah. So, so like, the last show that I remember planning my evenings around were Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. And see, I didn't even do that. Yeah. I always, it's caught always up had it on DVR. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Breaking Bad, I binged that later. Okay. I, I didn't watch it live. I, I, I binged, like, the first two seasons, and then I caught in. I got in at that point. Um, same with Game of Thrones. I binged like the first two seasons. I did. When I did I got Thrones in. too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I like the first two. Yeah. Um. Man, it's been a long. You know, really, what the answer might be is um, the Monday Night War. I might have to go all the way back to like yeah. the Monday Night Wars and wrestling. And yeah. I planned my nights around making sure I was in front of the TV Monday night. Monday night. I, I, you know, we're gonna Papa John's. I would. I always ask for Monday night off. I would I would not work past five o'clock on Monday. Would not do it. So, and I, I'll tell you what, the one time I had to do it. So people so people called in was Goldberg Hogan. So the manager, also at the time a wrestling fan, he taped the show for me, and I called him when when we when I left, and I we I was able to go over to his house and watch it that night. So I was like, I'm not going to bed not knowing what happened to Goldberg Hogan. So, I was 13 years old, had an All Star tournament in. I think bowling that night, so yeah. I had to, I, that was when I had to record. Yeah, and I was like nervous all night, like yeah. uh, please record, please, please record. Well, I, I, yeah, I was wondering about the match and the yeah. result of it, but yeah, I was also just worried about my VCR because it was an old VCR. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a, VCRs were so like if the power goes out, you're oh yeah, you're screwed. Oh, yeah. you're screwed. It's not going to reset itself. Yeah. Rob Hadaway wants to know how, where do we stand on that most traditional of Valentine's Day candy, the candy heart. Oh, it's it's awful. It's not a great thing. You can do better. You know who I, you know I got my candy from this year? From Two Sweet Bees, Two right? Sweet Bees. Never go wrong with them. I got a dozen chocolate-covered berries. Nobody's listening that needs to know this. So. Uh, two dozen chocolate-covered berries will be at my house on uh, Friday. So, yeah. I, we're, we're against it. But, uh, yeah, that, just your generic go buy it at the store. I mean, and, and some of them just are awful. Oh, yeah, some yeah. Some of the chocolates are just it's awful. It's terrible. The only way to do this, if you're going, if you if you can spend big money, and go to like a, a real chocolatier type thing, and where you're sort of picking what pick, goes in yeah. the box. But if you just go and pick the the Whitman sampler, I mean, good luck. Rob Hadaway, one of my brothers lives in is it Minot or Minot, North Dakota? Do you know the answer? I don't know the answer. I don't know either. I know how it's spelled, but I don't know how yeah. it's pronounced. Where the temperature dropped below zero degrees last Friday and will be remain below zero until at least this oh, Saturday. Gosh. Is this ideal Brian Haydad climate? Screenshot is from Monday morning. It was minus twenty-two. Oh man! What time? What time was that? At seven fifteen in the morning, minus twenty-two. But it felt like it was minus forty-one. I think that's even a little colder than I want to be. Like, can I? Can I? Can I make that twenty-two a positive number? If you're telling me it's twenty-two degrees outside, I can live with that. You can live with it, but do you like it? Do you like it? Even I like it better than ninety nine. Oh, give me ninety nine over twenty two well, every day. I'll tell you what, week. you and Bob have something in common. It finally, took took all these times to find a show where y'all had a, a common ground. But I can't stand hot weather. Hate it. Uh, let's see here, Andrew Madden. Your question is sort of the same question about the the heart candy. Clifton Taylor wants us to rank these trophies: the Paul Paul Bunyan's axe, the Stanley Cup, the Ashes. I'll tell you in a second. The Tri Wizard Cup. Or the generic NCAA National Champion trophy used by every sport except football. That's clearly going to be last. The Ashes is an actual urn that the winner of a cricket match between Australia and England, they, they go back and forth, and it has the ashes of a burned cricket ball in there. And it's apparently a very big deal in the cricket world. That's very original. I like that. I, I like the idea. But the king of all trophies is the Paul Bunyan's axe. It is. It's an axe. And they have the best way of the best post-game ceremony. The winner goes and takes it. And if you if you won last year and you lose this year, you got to have to deal with Wisconsin or Minnesota coming to your sidelines and taking the axe. Love it. I'm going this way. I think he's got him in order, to be honest with you. Paul Bunyan's axe, the Stanley Cup, the Ashes, the Triwizard Cup, 
and the generic NCAA National Championship trophy. Maybe I'm an idiot, and, and I'll know as soon as you tell What's the tri It's a Harry Potter thing. Okay. So You wouldn't know. Yeah, I would not know. So we'll just go with that. Could you imagine if the Egg Bowl, the other team, had to charge the other team's sideline? There'd be a brawl. Every year. That's why the trophy exists, to avoid those situations. (laughs) Can you imagine imagine this year, Ole Miss comes over, well, you got to think non-COVID, right? Or God Almighty, think two years ago after the... uh, Oh, after the... uh, Of course, State had it at that point, I guess, but still. Or I guess, you know, 2018. After the fight... State Simmons and Sweat and Fitzgerald rush the Ole Miss sidelines. They'd still be cleaning up blood from that brawl. That the state, the, the grass of Vaught Hemingway would be forever stained. Uh, Jay Long, I recently made Jamaican jerk pork chops. Ooh, hmm. sounds good. Slice up the leftovers to make sandwiches. Spoiler alert: they were awesome. What's your favorite leftovers to make into meals? So, for me, any meat I have left over becomes yep. a taco. Just easy, meat, cheese, hot sauce, tortilla. I'm done. So, any anytime I have leftover barbecue, I turn it into either a taco or a pizza. Um, I love and uh, turkey. Obviously, you know Thanksgiving mm-hmm. leftover turkey. I, I'm just thinking good, like this is. I mean, you're eating the same thing again. Yeah, but you got to you got to repurpose but, it. Well, repackage. yeah, but I was gonna say this is not repurposing it. Um. I really, really like most Italian dishes straight out of the refrigerator cold. Okay, like Like spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Really? Yes, I I I really do like that. I I got some lasagna at the house. You want to come over? I like cold lasagna. Now I'm tempted to to bring you some. Um, I mean, I like pizza cold. I I can't get it. I can eat pizza Um, like room temperature, but cold out of the fridge. See, I'd rather have it cold than room temperature. No no, doubt. No. Um, like cold. Going back to my college days, I guess, but I mean, if you 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 handed me a piece of cold pizza for breakfast, yeah, you're in. Oh yeah, sign right. me up. All right, uh, let's move on here. Mangum Cafe, how terrible are the Shaun of the South commercials? So I found out. I did a little research. Evidently, that guy had a pretty tough life. His dad committed suicide at age twelve. Uh so you know, he, he, but he's he's become like a self-made kind of guy. I respect that. But those commercials are terrible. I don't even know what you're discussing. The Shaun of the South? Yeah. You see them all the time on uh, if you watch sports. I guess you don't watch any sports. Uh, maybe so. not. So, And he's from Missouri. So, I mean, what are we talking about here? Uh, Brooks White. Once Dan Mullen is retired, do you see De- Mississippi State bringing him back to honor him in some way for the success he had? If we do ask him to come back, do you think he even would? Here's the problem. You tell me if you disagree. Like, it's easy to bring back Jackie Sherrill and, and celebrate the 1998 team, right? They won the SEC West. What am I celebrating with Mullen? The first team to ever get to number one in the country. I mean, is that really what they're going to celebrate? The first team, they were number one for four weeks, five weeks? You and don't I, think people are going to kind of remember that year? I don't know. Remember it, yes. Is that worth celebrating? They finished ranked 11th. They lost three games. I mean, still, it's the only... I mean, I get that it's the only. But I'm just saying. What, what, I mean, what, I'm what, all what in are we for... celebrating? I'm all in for celebrating that. The I mean, fact I, you were... I, I'm just saying that it's not even you don't. There's no trophy for it. There's no, you know, you you finished you, you finished eleventh. You lost to Ole Miss and you lost your bowl game. I mean, you don't you can't see. I mean, envision this in your no, no, mind. no. I can totally see it. I'm just saying I'm not supporting it. Oh, I'm, I mean, I think it's. I okay would think to, it's dumb personally. Shoot, man! If Put yourself in the year 2034, mm-hmm. and and you have the 20-year anniversary that. of... Of what? Of the only Mississippi State team to ever be ranked number one in the country, and you got Mullen and Dak, and I mean, you fill in the rest out there in the middle of the... Fi- you don't think people would go just bat crazy to cheer for I, those I'm guys? I'm not saying that they wouldn't. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying as an idea, it doesn't work for me. You're celebrating think, the think, fact that you were number one in a poll for six weeks, and then when it came time several, to win, several polls. When it came time to be to to win and go to a championship, you lost. And then when it came time to beat Ole Miss, you lost. And I then when think, you went to your bowl game, you lost. I mean, I think they've honored not just Mississippi State, but other places, other ha- have honored much. That's stupider, what I need to find out. Stupider things. I need to find that. out if other teams have honored had. Teams come back that didn't win championships. Well, I mean, was hadn't they honored 
like random bowl champion before. Like okay, they, but they don't have that here. If they had won the bowl game, I could get behind it a little more. Like Orange Bowl champions, yeah, that's something worth. But to me, I guess what I'm saying is to be number one in the country for five weeks. I mean, it's a that great means a lot more than winning like the, you know, so and so. It's a great accomplishment, but I just whatever. don't know what we're celebrating there at that point. Uh, that's what I don't get. Just the fact that people love them. Okay. Now here's what I would do. I mean, they, they, now they had, let's let's move on to the next part of the question. Okay, my last argument here okay. is they have brought people back to like Duty Noble and teams before that won no championships that just played in Going the Going to the World College Series. World Series is enough. There's no championship. Doesn't matter. You went to the College World Series. That is enough to celebrate. If they ever brought back like the 95 team that made a regional, I would be thinking that's a little weird. I think the first and only team in football team in school history to get to number one in the country that also Very played good. in the Orange Bowl, I think that's, that's enough fine. to celebrate. Well, there's been other teams playing in the Orange Bowl for Mississippi State. There has been. Not many. Well, only two. Uh, <laughs> but it, here's what. Do you think Mullen would come? 2034? Yeah. Okay. I think he would. Do you think MSU fans would be happy about that? I have the solution on how to get people to cheer for him. Oh, I do too. You put Dak out there with it. That's exactly correct. Your last two people you announce are Dak and Dan. They stand next to each other. And after you announce Dak, you tell them, put your arm around Dan. Give him a hug. And they, I mean, at that point, if you're booing him, you're and booing he, Dak. And he would. Because he they, would do it. I absolutely. Mean, I, we don't have to probably even have to tell him. But we just make it like, and just in case, you are and Dan are our buddy on this one. But yeah, I think you would. Yeah. Because I don't think, I mean,. Dan doesn't hold any animosity against Mississippi State, to my knowledge. I don't think that he does, but you never know. I mean, he's just a weird cat, dude. Got a lot of ego. I don't know. So, I don't know. Gil Manclang, once again, pick two, leave one. Canes, Zaxby's, Abner's. Leaving I, Abner's. I, I feel like this is the question from uh, the, the office. Or it's the same picture. What am I leaving? I'm leaving one chicken tender for another? They're all the same. I'm leaving Abner's, though, because it's run by an Ole Miss fan. Well, it, was, it was Kane, Zaxby's, and Abner's. And Abner. Yeah. Abner's is definitely the one that to goes. To me, Zaxby's is easily one. That's number there. one, yes. For a vacation, beach, mountain, or city? The only reason I would go to a city is if I, if the Braves were playing in it. Unless oh, I, it's D.C. or New York. I would love to go New Orleans? I don't care anything about New Orleans. Well, I'm I mean... this table. I just don't. You don't I, like I, to eat? Well, I do, but... Again, I mean, I can eat good meals at. I would love to I go. go. To a big, I've been wanting to go big city vacation, like Philadelphia, Chicago, something like that. Because what am I doing on vacations? I don't care about anything else. Like, yeah, I'm not a sightseer. I don't like thrill rides. I just want to eat good. See, I love sightseeing. That's why, I like, like DC. So then, I love. So DC. then you're saying city's out for you? But yeah, I, I would, unless the Braves are playing in it. Like, okay. if I can right. no longer, well, if I that's can not no a vacation. The, though. That's true, I guess. Although my. My family vacations growing up were basically always we're going to Atlanta for a week to watch the Braves. Um, yeah, I guess I'd leave City out. All right, I'm going to leave out uh, Beach. I've never been to a mountain, but it's nice and cool. So we'll go with that. Of course, I don't ski either, but I don't think you have to ski. You can just enjoy yourself. Ping pong, air hockey, or foosball? I'm leaving foosball out. Foosball is out. Yeah, agree with that. Going Tom Hanks here. Apollo 13, Castaway, Saving Private Ryan. Leaving Apollo 13 out. Yeah, I'm agree with you on that one. Elvis, Jimi Hendrix, or Bob Dylan? Probably leaving Bob Dylan Bob out. Dylan, that's the easiest choice ever. Yeah. Uh, no chance. All right, Martin Smith. What are the top three people of any time period you would want to have a cross-country car trip with? I want to have one with Dale Earnhardt so he can drive. I want Ric Flair in my car. That's a good Okay, Ric Flair. I'm with you on Ric Flair. I have one that we should both have in the car. Jesus. Yeah. Because that's going to be a lot of conversation. <laughs> if we're going any time period, yeah. Any time period. I want Jesus of Nazareth Jesus in the car. Jesus and Ric Flair in the same car. I mean, a <laughs> lot, lot working there. And then, I'll tell you, I want Dale Earnhardt so he can drive. <laughs> imagine imagine city traffic with Dale, Earn, Dale Earnhardt. He's putting people into the into the barrier. <laughs> I would love it. That's what I'm going with. Jesus, Ric Flair, and Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> That's a good three. Oh, oh me. All right. Uh, let's see here. Brent Richardson. It was interesting watching so many freshmen contribute on the football field this season. In years past, who were the true freshmen in any sport who have been the most impressive or impactful for Mississippi State? Jonathan Holder's up there. Oh, Mangum. 
Yeah. Um, Quindary Weatherspoon was really good as a freshman. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other some other basketball players. Like Eric Dampier, I don't know how – he was good. He wasn't great as a freshman. Um, Jamont Gordon might have been a better freshman than him. Although Gordon's first year, he wasn't great. Um, trying to think of like uh, football of like – does it have to be a true freshman here? What about Wes Carroll? Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I don't have to be I guess, a true freshman, but like I mean, Wayne Madkin would be on that list then. I mean, like, McCl- you can't say McLeod because he only nah, had four stars. But, I mean, if you want to still consider him a freshman this year, yeah, yeah. you could have that this year. So there's, 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 um, some good, there's some good options there. I mean, football has been some all-freshman guys yeah. that you could throw in there. All right. Leo Lewis had oh. a really good freshman year. Uh, Gil Manclank, somebody answered your question, so you need to get after John H. Walker. Just don't, I don't want to see that again. It was hate that ruling with the iron fist again. There you go. Caleb Glover wants to know, rank these goats, uh, Brady, Jordan, Her- Herberdine? Guess what, Joel, we're about to do something here. About to Google Herberdine? It's an archipelago. What does it have to do with Goats. Okay, okay. They're inner. They are a uh, a group of islands off the western coast of Scotland. Um, what am I? Why is it? What does it have? What does it have to do with goats? They're out. Don't know enough about them. Uh, Fainting goats. Phil from the animated show Hercules, animated movie, and Damascus. What are Damascus goats? See, Caleb, I think you are buying into an idea that Joel and I are much smarter than you think we are. They're a breed of goat. Is there something special about them? My God, is that what it looks like? (laughs) I can't see it, but... (laughs) It's... Look at that thing! That's last. Okay. She looks like a seal or something. It looks like the devil! If the devil was ever a goat, that's the one. All can right, we just so take out the? Can we take out the actual goats and just discuss who's who's on top, Brady or Jordan here? Because it, you don't it, think Phil from, from the Hercules? He wasn't a goat, by the way. He was a satyr. Well, then if he's not a goat, he's half goat, discussion. half man. So yeah, Brady or Jordan? Brady. It's Brady. Yeah, it really is. It is. Like as far as like talent, who was better at their sport? Michael Jordan was a better basketball player than Tom Brady was a football player. But as far as success in sports goes, right. I don't know that there will ever be an athlete again that can claim as much success as Tom Brady. It's just in team sports. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Ric Flair is a 16-time world champion. So Charlotte's so, already like a 12-time world champion. I didn't realize that until last night. Orton has, what, 14? Cena's got 15, doesn't he? Cena has, he si- Cena has 16. Cena tied him, that's right. Yeah. There you go. Evidently, like Jerry Lawler has like 125 <laughs> from the U.S. Wrestling Association. All right, that's that's all for today. Uh, back tomorrow, we will recap Mississippi State's game versus LSU. Late night first, Joel. And uh, beyond that, we'll figure it out. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.